this almost feels like juicy gossip. I hope you're ready to see behind closed doors into my life. Welcome back to the Anxious Therapist podcast, a safe space where we believe vulnerability is the key to happiness. If you follow me on social media, uh, specifically Instagram, you have already received kind of like the Cliff Notes version of the story that I'm about to share today. But I thought that we would make it a little bit long form and bring it to the podcast because it was a really big moment for me on my healing journey. And I think you'll benefit from hearing what I went through because I know so many of you can relate. So today we're chatting about tricky family dynamics. And I want to reiterate that I was born and raised Catholic, and I'm not in any way trying to throw shade. I am simply sharing from my personal experience that being in raised in that religious domination denomination, <laughs> I just was raised with a lot of guilt and shame and fear, honestly. And so uh, especially when things happen with family, I still kind of go to that place where I tend to feel really guilty, even though I haven't done anything wrong. And as I share this experience with you guys, I'm really proud of how I've been able to challenge that. And so today I'm sharing with you about a situation from very recent history. This literally happened two weeks ago, uh, where a family relationship, uh, had a challenging moment and how I interacted with this person. So there is a family member that I have who will never hear this. Um, but you know, we have a really tricky dynamic and, I've carried a lot of guilt about that for a long time, feeling like, you know, I'm engaging in those should statements of how I should be engaging in this relationship differently and, and whatnot. And I'm finally in a place where I'm, I'm resolved of those feelings. I'm able to challenge those thoughts in my brain and kind of have find peace. And I'd love for you to be able to do the same. So Uh, A couple weeks ago, I had a situation where a family member um, screamed in my son's face for being a child. Um, My son, Lars, is a year and a half old, and he has a fear of men (laughs) um, primarily. It's kind of strangers, but typically tends to be more men. And if he doesn't know that man, right, if it's not his dad or or my brother who we're super close with or, like, his grandpa, he tends to be pretty fearful. He takes him a while to warm up. And so um, this family member, he screamed in my son's face when he got upset and scared of him. And, 
you know, there was alcohol involved on that family member's part. And I think that was also extremely triggering for me because that person wasn't in their quote unquote right state of mind at that moment. And I'm sure the alcohol didn't help the situation, but my one and a half year old is crying and upset because, you know, he saw this family member walking towards him and he got startled and scared and he came running towards me and kind of was whining and the family member screamed in my son's face. And I had to ask my husband, Derek, what happened afterwards because I literally went into like a blackout mama bear mode and I snapped back at this person who is an elder of mine, right? So there's a lot of complexities that come with that dynamic, uh, respect your elders and don't talk back and all of these narratives that I was told growing up. And so for me to yell back and say, he is a child, that is unacceptable for you to speak to him that way and and to take my child and remove ourselves from the situation. You know, I said a bit more than that, but um, essentially that's the gist of it. And long story short, we got ourselves out of the situation. I did not say goodbye to that person. I made no plans to go visit them again while I was home on vacation for that trip. Like I set that firm boundary and that was that. Um, you know, I immediately took Lars, my husband came with and comforted me. And we, I I calmed myself after crying because I had literally so much rage within me. But in that moment, I started telling myself a lot of stories about how guilty I should feel for, or for talking back to this person and and firing off something at them in return to what they said and did. I had a lot of guilt about um, what this is going to do to the relationship. I felt as though this person has no respect or regard for my family and they, they don't love us, right? And so I started telling myself all these stories and making it mean something more when the fact of the matter is this is an elderly person who lives on his own, who is very set in his ways and was under the influence, was pretty intoxicated. And I've been dealing with this from this person my entire life. You learn to tread lightly around people. So although I wasn't the one getting yelled at, my inner child to like show up in that moment and snap back and stick up for my son in a way that no one ever did for me was so empowering. And so I was able to challenge those thoughts and those narratives about making it mean something more than it did, right? And allowing it to be what it was factually. Not making excuses for that person, but rather saying, I'm going to adjust my boundaries to accommodate this situation now because you pushed me to a limit. Um, I had to endure those behaviors in my childhood because no one stood up for me. And, and it was just a respect your elders, don't talk back, don't ask questions kind of situation. But I, I will not have my children around that or exposed to that without sticking up for them, without writing the situation. 
And so it was a painful experience, right? One, because I want to protect my son from anything bad ever happening to him. I want everyone to love him and I want him to love the people in our family and and them to have good relationships. But right now I'm seeing that if that person is going to be intoxicated, their behaviors become unpredictable, which is my number one trigger about alcohol is that people in an altered state, I don't, I don't know what to expect from you. I, I don't know from moment to moment how you're going to behave. And so things like that, like flying off the handle is so triggering and upsetting for me. So I'm like, now I have to adjust this boundary to recognize like, okay, we don't stay with you beyond a certain level of drinking. Like if you've had a couple drinks, all right, it's time to remove ourselves because I don't trust you around my family. Now I also have to recognize that I can't protect Lars from every bad thing that happens But I want him to know that I will always do what's in his best interest. I will remove him from those situations. I will not make excuses for other people's unhealthy and malicious behaviors. I will not write it off as, oh, that's so-and-so. It is who he is, so we just put up with it because we're family. Absolutely not. I will make those adjustments to our life and who we spend time with according to those people's behaviors so that he knows I am always going to do my best to protect him, that I will always believe him. If he says I'm uncomfortable around that, this person, or that hurt my feelings when that person said that or whatever, right? I'm not going to be dismissive because I experienced that. I know how invalidating and upsetting that feels. So I won't do that to him. Um, in this particular situation, it was not a shock to me that this happened. It, in the moment, came as a surprise just because I was completely caught off guard. I wasn't even, I was in the vicinity, obviously. I heard it. I watched it happen. But I was, like, hanging out with my family, you know, and it just, like, happened. Um, and so reminding myself that I also can't always be prepared for everything that happens. And so when you look at like these challenging family dynamics and I think our culture right now has this uh, just cut them off mentality, right? Like just be done. Just don't expose yourself. Block them, remove them from your life physically, whatever that looks like. And for a lot of us, like that is not a, what we want, or be realistic. Um, I don't feel like I need to go visit that person anytime soon, but I also hope that that's not the last interaction that we have because that person is elderly, and I hope that... Oh, these dang pregnancy hormones. I hope that there is... Um, I don't think there will ever be a conversation about what happened. I know for a fact there won't be. That person will never uh, apologize or, or, you know, (laughs) take accountability for what he did. But I do hope that I can have a good sober visit with this person again in the future on holidays or, you know, things like that. Um, But I'm not going to prioritize or go out of my way 
to maintain that relationship any more than I, you know, normally would. Uh, This is already only someone I see maybe half a dozen times a year. So really not a a lot's going to change on that front. But when you're looking at your family, sometimes, yeah, it would be nice to just like cut them off or be done with them 100%. But if that genuinely doesn't feel good to you or isn't realistic, I want you to know that it's also okay to focus more on setting different boundaries and focusing on what you can control rather than this notion that if anybody is unhealthy, you simply cut un- cut them off. You just don't deal with them ever again. I think that is kind of our flea response, our flight response for trauma. And while necessary in some situations, a good chunk of the time, it proves to your brain that anything hard or uncomfortable is to be avoided. And in this space, we do empowerment. We do challenging ourselves. We do growth and healing. And so that often looks like, okay, as much as I'd like to just cut this person off and say, fuck you and be done forever, I know that isn't probably the best plan. And so I'm willing to instead adjust my boundaries and keep pushing forward. If you know that by five o'clock in the afternoon, your family is getting intoxicated, or if you know that sitting next to your aunt at Thanksgiving dinner is going to lead to her making comments about your body or whatever. Like you don't sit next to that aunt or you don't stay with that family past that time where everyone's drinking and partying. Like you have to set yourself up for success. You have to be willing to set those better boundaries. If you know that your mother-in-law tends to corner you and make you feel uncomfortable. Well, then you talk to your spouse and you say, you are not to leave my side while we are at your parents' house today. Like literally you don't leave my side because I don't, I am not going to be cornered, right? Like you advocate for yourself in a way to get your needs met and feel safe in those situations. So you're not running from it, but instead you're taking care of your needs. So if you look at the tricky dynamics in some of those family relationships that you're having or friendships or work relationships, I'm really going to challenge you to stop running. Okay. Stop saying that's it. Fuck you. I'm done. And instead ask, how can I change my behavior in this situation? How can I challenge the thoughts in my head that are telling me this person is not safe and therefore I can't be exposed to them because you are able to keep yourself safe. Now, I'm not talking about the most extreme circumstances where there's like physical, sexual, emotional abuse and stuff like that. Like that is some a whole other topic for a different day. I'm talking about those family members that just make you uncomfortable, who are disrespectful, who push you, Right? push back. You don't have to run. I want to empower you to feel like 
you don't have to be the family member who hides from it all. That you can stick up for yourself. I guarantee you, your inner child doesn't want you to run. Your inner child wants you to stand the fuck up and puff your chest out and change your boundaries so that your whole life, you don't become this villain who just cuts everybody off. Every time someone wrongs you, you're like, you're out. Your inner child is like, stop running. Stand up. Stand tall. Be proud and own your voice. If you need some more help and guidance in exploring these family relationships and your role in them, I would love to support you in that. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at The Anxious Therapist. We could schedule a call and meet so we can talk about your specific situation and how you can carry an empowered mindset into that dynamic. I love you guys. I'm grateful for this time that we get to spend together. I hope I challenge you and make you think twice about the way you're walking through this life. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.